0: Bless us tonight, now as we study Thy Word together, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tonight I was I've been talking to so many people this week, as sick and ill, and, and uh, I was just sitting, studying, and thinking about something. So if we turn to Acts chapter 16, please. Acts chapter 16. I read these two verses quite a bit, but I want to just Uh, use as a jumping off place if I can in uh, Acts chapter 16 verse 30 and verse 31 and brought them out and said sirs what must I do to be saved and they said believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house Romans 10 9 thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved Romans 10.13 Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So the Bible has much to say about being saved. But there's things that we are not saved from and there's things that we are saved from. And uh, a lot of Christians have trouble not understanding that. So tonight I want to just share something with you. Number one, Although I am saved today, I am not saved from suffering. Now, just because you're a Christian does not mean that you're not going to suffer. Go to any hospital in town you want to, and you'll find Christians there that's suffering, as well as lost sinners. Go to any rest home, and you'll find many Christians there suffering. All of us suffer, Christians and non-Christians. This life is full of suffering. The human race is a fallen race and a mark of this is the fallen race is Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Wherefore as by one man sin entered the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for all have sinned. Any real Christian knows Jesus has power to heal our bodies. Jesus is the great physician. No disease is too great for the great physician of the Lord Jesus. Now, I believe this every time we recover from any illness, Jesus is the healer of it. Now, the Bible teaches us to pray for healing for one another. James chapter 5, verse 13 through 20. The effects of fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, and he teaches us there in that chapter, in those verses, to pray for one another. And so he wouldn't ask us to pray for one another if he didn't know that we are Christians are going to suffer. And I know we pray for healing of those that are afflicted. There will come a time, though, when you can pray all you want to. If it's God's will to heal, he'll heal. But if it's not, it's time for them to die. We come in this world crying, we're going to go out of this world crying. The journey of life is marked by times of suffering and pain and sickness. There's coming a day, though, when Jesus will come back and we'll have a glorified body and we'll be out of this pain. So, number one, you might be saved tonight, but you're not saved from suffering. Number two, I know I'm saved tonight, but I also know I'm not saved from sorrow. John, I mean, Job 5 verse 7 says, Yet man is born under trouble as a spark fly up. David said in the Psalms, I fill my pillow with my tears. Tears are the portions and lot of all, all of us here on this earth Then, Sooner or later, in the lives of every person on the face of this earth, you're going to sorrow. You're going to have sorrow in your life. The Bible says, Though weeping may endure for a season, joy cometh in the morning. That's a wonderful thought. There will come a time when no person uh, will ever weep except those in hell. Revelation chapter one, uh, 21. I was reading this the other day to some people. Uh, the no mores of Revelation 21. And I love it. Beginning in verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Amen. And in verse 8, But the fearful and the unbelieving and the bumble and murderers and whorebunkers bunkers and sorcerers and adulterers and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burn with fire and brimstone which is the second death. I think God one of these days there ain't going to be any more sorrow. Amen. But as long as we're on this earth even though we're saved by God's grace we're not saved from suffering. I know I'm saved, but I'm not saved from shame. Now the Bible again makes it very plain. There is shame in the old rugged cross. This world is not friendly to grace. The Bible says, They that live godly shall suffer persecution. This world does not understand us, saved people. Saved people can never become adjusted to this age. The Bible warns us, this world will be despisers of those who are good. In Second Timothy three twelve, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So we know if you're godly tonight, if you're saved tonight, you're going to suffer, and you're going to suffer persecution. You take your Bible in hand. You walk down any street you want to, and people uh, the eyes will be lifted in your direction in scorn. There is a shame in the book the Bible. There is shame in the godly testimony. There is shame in the witness for the Lord Jesus. But those who love the Lord Jesus Christ will bear it. I thank God one day when Jesus comes, we'll be put uh, on uh, exhibition before the lost world of God's grace. No shame then, only God's glory. But now, saved people will suffer shame. Now, again, there's three things we're saved from, though. I thank God I'm saved from sin. Amen? In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, He shall save His people from their sins. Today, people accuse us, Baptists, of believing in a, a sin in religion because we don't claim sinless perfection. When you get saved, you're not made perfect yet. One day we will be. In God's eyes we are. But in one of these days, our bodies are going to be made perfect, our minds and everything about us. But not now. we still got to contend with this body. By God's marvelous grace, we're now saved from sin. Amen? And I am saved from the very power of sin. Grace has broken the power of sin. Romans says, Where sin abounded, grace doeth much more abound. Amen? And so, when I slip up and I sin, I do something wrong, we all do. The Bible says grace abounds more than our sins. We're safe from the penalty of sin. Now, the Bible says a soul that sinneth, it shall die. But a Christian never dies. A Christian just is transferred from this life to another, absent body, present by the Lord. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. So we know the penalty of sin is death. But to save people, Jesus paid our sin penalty. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says there is no condemnation now to us. We are now passed from condemnation and eternal life. Thirdly, we will be saved one day from the very presence of sin. Revelation 21 where I read you a minute ago. But that's not now. There's coming a day when all Christians will take a place of no sin. The devil nor his demons will all be able to enter into that holy city. I am saved from sin. I am saved from self. In Romans chapter 7, turn here for just a minute and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Did you know the Bible says that your worst enemy is yourself, your body? Now look at Romans chapter 7 for just a minute and I'll show you what I'm talking about beginning in verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consider the law that is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For the will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law, that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind. And bring me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. So we know, according to those those verses then, uh, that our body, our flesh, our self is our enemy. And did you know I'm my own worst enemy then? But, now, in Christ Jesus I am my own. I am bought with a price. I'm not my own. I'm bought with a price. I'm a bond slave of Jesus Christ. Unsaved people can do as they please, but God's people cannot. I am saved to serve the Lord, not Seth. So I am saved from Seth. I'm saved from Satan. This makes the devil mad. The devil cannot have me anymore. Did I give you something tonight? Did you know I tell the devil every day, Go home leave me alone, that you can't have me. I'm a child of God. And you know that makes him mad because he knows he ain't got long. Now he'll attack you on every side. And the devil cannot have me as a Christian. can't have you as a Christian. I'm free indeed. Jesus saved me from Satan. All the devil can do to a Christian is nag. Job, he cannot put his dirty hands upon us except God allows us to. Job told us that. The devil often threatens us. He tells us he'll take our lives, but he's a liar and the father of it. My life is in the Lord Jesus. The devil cannot do anything about it. The next time Satan comes knocking on your door, send Jesus to answer the door and he'll leave you alone. Because he knows he can't have it. Three things I'm not saved from. Suffering, sorrow, and shame. But there's three things I am saved from. I'm saved from sin now. I'm saved from self now. And I'm saved from Satan now. I'm not going to hell. Amen? So salvation is a wonderful thing. Amen? Every time I read it and study uh, the word saved. Uh, years ago I was dealing with a man about his salvation he said show me that word in the Bible saved and you know I went through the Bible one day after I got through talking with him and show him a few verses in the scripture I went home and I went all through the Bible finding the word saved and try it sometime it's a wonderful word and it's in there amen glad I'm saved tonight amen let's pray Father thank you for each one that's come tonight Bless us, bless those that's sick, watch over and keep them. Bless Shelly and Ron tonight, Lord, as they're dealing with this COVID and the mess they're in. Lord, if you'll touch them and take care of them. Him, Lord, take care of him and Brother and Mrs. Pitts. Lord, there's just so many who keep bringing them all to mind right now. But we ask you to take care of us, watch over us. And we know you're the great physician. And you know, Lord, that we're in your hands. Bless us, we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being here.